This is Cliff Mass, and welcome to my weather podcast. Each week, I talk about current weather, provide a forecast for the weekend and beyond, and give you more details about an interesting weather phenomenon. It's Friday morning, and let's talk about the forecast. Well, we've had a lot of clear skies this week, some very cold temperatures. A number of places have gotten temperatures dropping into the lower 30s, lots of frost around. But this weekend, I think it'll be a little bit milder, and actually, Saturday will be quite nice. Today, partly cloudy. I think the temperatures will zoom up into the lower 50s. There will be some sun, very little chance of rain, so not a bad day. Saturday will be the best day of the weekend. Highs will get up to mid-50s in some locations. Um, There might be a little bit of frost in the morning, but not much, so really nice. And temperatures uh, are not only mild, but there'll be plenty of sun. I think clouds will be moving in during the afternoon and evening on Saturday. You'll notice that. So if you want beautiful sun, go early. That evening, a weak front will come through, and I expect a little bit of light precipitation, but nothing too heavy. And then that front will move through overnight, and I think uh, Sunday will be partly cloudy, particularly in the morning. There'll be some residual clouds in the Cascades. Uh, Temperatures will only be around 50, so it'll definitely be a knockdown. But I think Sunday will be decent enough, especially in Puget Sound, more clouds in the mountains. Now, Monday, I expect that to be mostly cloudy, maybe a little bit of sun, uh, relatively low chance of precipitation. Highs around 50, something like that. And then on Tuesday, a real front comes through. So I expect some rain temperatures no higher than the upper 40s, around 50. So we'll get into rain on Tuesday. And I'm afraid the general pattern is going to shift. And we'll have weather systems coming in one after the other this week. Uh, A big issue up until now, this past week, has been this ridge of high pressure that has been stationed over us, producing inversions, cold temperatures at night, but lots of sun. That pattern is going to shift very much next week with more flow coming in, troughs coming in, fronts, and so we expect some rain. Weather doesn't end with the forecast. Now let's talk about the special weather topic of the week. This is inversion season here in the Northwest. It's a time when many mornings are crisp and cold, but temperatures are are actually warmer aloft, warmer than at the surface. But first, let me tell you what an inversion is. Now, normally temperatures decrease with elevation. In fact, if you average the conditions over many locations around the United States, On average, temperature decreases about three and a half degrees Fahrenheit per thousand feet. But sometimes the situation is reversed or inverted and temperature increases with height. So that's when we have an inversion. Now, you may ask, what produces this strange situation where temperatures warm with height? Well, as I'm going to tell you in in a minute, our typical Typical fall weather here in the Northwest is an inversion machine, and the weather of the past week has really been a great example. Now, er inversions often form when high pressure moves over the region. Now, high pressure areas 
are associated with downward motion. That downward motion kills clouds. You, you tend to have clear skies, and that's good for inversions. The reason is when you have clear or nearly clear skies, the Earth can radiate heat to space. In, the Earth emits infrared radiation to space, and that cools the, the Earth, and the Earth, in turn, cools the air next to it. So you get this cold layer near the surface. Now, the air loft is not as good as the surface in terms of losing heat by radiation, so it tends to stay warmer aloft, so you get an inversion. So with intense cooling near the surface and less cooling aloft, we can rapidly get a situation during the evening where temperature actually warms with height. Now, the question you might ask is, you know, how much does it increase with height? Well, on some, on some nights, it can be as much as 5 or 15 degrees warmer aloft, maybe just, just 500 to 1,000 feet above. Now, it turns out that high pressure helps inversions along in other ways. Uh, high pressure is associated with light winds, and light winds are good for inversions. Why is this true? Well, when you have light winds, you don't get a lot of mixing in the vertical. When you have strong winds, you get lower atmospheric turbulence. The air moves up and down. You've all experienced that during a windy fall day. You can see leaves going up and down. Wind produces turbulence that's mixing the lower atmosphere, and that can destroy shallow inversions very easily. So the cold air near the surface gets mixed up in the vertical, and you lose the inversions. Now, Puget Sound lowlands have lots of hills 300 to 600 feet high. And on an inversion night, it is not unusual for the top of these hills to be 2 to 5 degrees warmer than the elevations at the bottom of the hill. Now, our local valleys, and we have plenty of river valleys around here and valleys between terrain, our local valleys are notorious for winter inversions. On cold, clear nights, cold air near the surface is denser and heavier than warm air, and the cold, dense air near the surface tends to sink down to the bottom of the valley. And so you end up with this layer of cold air at low levels with warmer air above. And so an inversion is born. Now, inversions have some pretty serious health implications. They suppress mixing. So when you have cold, dense air, low levels, and lighter air above, it doesn't like to mix. It doesn't like to mix in the vertical. It's sort of like having a layer of water near the surface and some lighter fluid above. It doesn't want to mix. So inversions suppress vertical mixing. And this allows pollutants to build up near the surface. That is why the local air quality agencies often initiate burn bans when an inversion forms. You know, can't use your fireplace, whatever. It also explains why air quality is often much worse in valleys compared to the ridgetops. So you know, we see that all the time. You see people having fire, fireplaces and the smoke going up and it stays down in the valley. That's why. Uh, often inversions cap the foggy, cloudy layers we have here during the, the, the autumn. And one other thing I have to mention is autumn is a good time for another reason, and that is the nights have become longer. It's before we start getting a lot of the weather systems that keep us cloudy all the time, but you know, the nights are getting long. It get, leaves, a, leaves a lot of time for the inversions to form overnight. 
Um, let me tell you, let me end by telling you what are my favorite activities on inversion days. When I know there's a strong inversion, and I can often tell that by looking at the observations at SeaTac Airport, as planes come in and out, they report temperature. So I know that inversion's there. What I do in those days is I like to drive to the top of Cougar Mountain Regional Park near Issaquah. You can drive to the top there. You can go to the Knight Missile Base area at 1,400 feet. Now, at the base of the hill by I-90, the temperatures might be in the 40s, maybe even the lower 40s, and often in low clouds or fog. But by the time you get to the parking lot at 1,400 feet, you can easily be in sun and upper 50s, sometimes even 60s. It's an extraordinary experience. It's just wonderful. Or you can take a hike up Tiger Mountain, which tops out at around 2,500 feet. And I can tell you, there are a few things better than to enjoy your lunch up at the top of Tiger Mountain in the warmth and sun, knowing that folks are shivering a few thousand feet below. It's tremendous. Well, I hope you enjoy learning about inversions. Take care. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Feel free to send me your questions or any topics you would like me to cover. This podcast will be available every Friday morning on my blog and major podcast platforms. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to use the Patreon link on my blog. See you next time.